Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. Right now on the line for us, we have Attorney General of Arizona, Mark Bronovich. How are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you guys doing? Well, New York is still cold. We're waiting for spring to come. <laughs> Isn't that, don't you guys in the East Coast have some gopher or something like that tells you when it's all uh, time to, for the snow to stop? Blasio killed we, we have a, a, a hot phone that goes straight up. He's talking about the, uh, what's it called? The groundhog. The groundhog that yeah. yeah. Blasio yes, kills, yes. yes. This is former Congressman yes. Pete King. Actually, Mayor yes. de Blasio killed him a few years ago. Yeah. He did. Did he face charge for murder? I, I used to work at the Department of Justice and had a security clearance, and in the background check, they ask you if you've ever been to any communist countries, and they used to at least. And I said, no, but I once spent two weeks in New York. So, <laughs> Oh, there you have it. Uh, yes. Before we get to you, I wanted to I was teasing before about the Black Lives Matter. Maybe I can get your opinion on this, too. So Black Lives Matter, the New York New York magazine has now released an article regarding that they bought a six million dollar property with uh, donations to Black Lives Matter. And they're calling it a campus. They put it in an LLC to try to disguise who actually bought it, this and that. It's just incredible to me that the media is not really picking this story up. And we saw what happened all across the country with the riots and it's just, it's, it's incredible. Well, my family actually fled communism. And what I think is going on right now, the progressive left, the far left, and, you know, Black Lives Matter is part of this, is that it's all about uh, destroying our institutions. And whether that's, you know, the, the churches and synagogues, whether it's, you know, um, education, well, they've already taken over education, but, it, but even law enforcement. And so what they're trying to do is get a generation of people to think that this country is so fundamentally flawed that they can then bring on their neo-Marxist revolution. And that's why, you know, things like, you know, critical race theory and the 1619 Project are so dangerous because they're fundamentally designed to get middle class people to hate this country. Where did your family come from? <clears throat> Former Yugoslavia. That's where. Look at that. That's where my family's from, from Montenegro. Oh, yes, and sort of got it. Well, we're ethnic Albanian, but we're but we're ethnic thought, we're ethnic Albanian from Montenegro. So we say. Well, I, I um, the obviously you know Albania and Montenegro share a border, but yes, I am a very, I'm a, a yes, a proud Montenegrin. So well, it's a beautiful country. So tell it us, you're one country. of attorney generals. You're one of three states now fighting to. The repeal of Title 42. Explain to our listeners what is Title 42 and just how devastating this impact could be for the entire country, not just for Arizona. Well, Title 42 is a common sense 
policy. It's part of the U.S. code, and it basically allows the federal government to turn over um, migrants um, without having to go through an asylum hearing, you know, basically turn them away before they come to the United States and then, you know, request asylum or request a hearing. So it was something that started during the Trump administration where they used that for public health reasons, and more than a million people were turned away, about 1.7 actually. And so we know that during when President Biden became president, uh, when he took office, more than 2 million people have illegally entered this country. And so what Title 42 has done is essentially stopped um, the amount of illegal people coming into the country from doubling. And we know from estimates, even DHS, that if indeed it's rescinded, you will see up to 18,000 people a day illegally entering our country. And just to put that in context, that's 540,000 people in one month. It's like the entire population of, you know, Baltimore, Maryland, or Kansas City, Missouri. And, you know, the cartels, and I was a gang prosecutor for years, the cartels make money off every single, obviously, drug coming across the border, but they also make money off people coming across the border. And so anytime you have this huge influx of illegal migration, you have to say to yourself, this is enriching and empowering the drug cartels that are obviously harming uh, our quality of life and causing so much crime and damage in our communities. General, I, I saw that firsthand. I was in Congress. My district included uh, almost the uh, ground zero for MS-13 in Central Ice of Brentwood. We had 25 brutal murders in a year and a half. Thank God President Trump got involved and was able to uh, squelch them. But the fact is it's still there. It all came during the uh, illegal immigrant migration, including the uh, kids who were coming across the border in 2014. People thought these were innocent kids. A number of them were either MS-13 themselves or their family members in MS-13. And we had this, again, and all the murders, all these brutal, horrific slayings were carried out against other immigrants. And it was just a brutality. It wasn't even money involved or anything. It was strictly uh, out-and-out brutality. Uh, they uh, would mutilate bodies, video them, and send them to the family members just to put the fear of God into them. And uh, it all, they all came, almost all came across illegally. Yeah, well, Congressman, it obviously you have this gang and cartel fueled violence that impacts people. But a lot of times people don't appreciate that as a result of the flood of methamphetamine and um, fentanyl coming into the country, people are dying every day. And we know the reports that literally more than 100,000 Americans died last year as a result of those drugs. In Arizona, 9 million illegal fentanyl pills were seized just last year. And just to put that in context, two milligrams, like two grains of salt of fentanyl can be deadly. And that's enough fentanyl to kill the entire population of the state. And we know, and I know as a prosecutor, that the price of fentanyl is declining all over the country. In Arizona, the street value of a pill has gone from about 20 bucks a pill down to now now about $5 a pill. And so the cartels are flooding the market. And as a result of that, more people's nieces, nephews, sons, daughters are going to die and more people will become dependent on drugs. And that's going to also have a fiscal impact to society. So this is a, there, there is a war going on and people need to recognize that border security is national security. Now tell us about Arizona. Who's running for election this November? Because uh, we've been talking uh, with many people, and so goes uh, this November, so goes our country. 
Yeah, well, um, I'm obviously the Attorney General of this great state, and I had never run for office before I ran for AG, but I was always brought up with a real strong sense that we have an obligation to give back for this, to this country. And when you're the government, you can take away people's livelihoods, life, liberty, property, and I'm a big believer in constitutional government. And so not only am I the Attorney General, but I'm also actually running for the U.S. Senate as well because I want to take these battles. You know, I've been to the Supreme Court. In fact, I was just there six weeks ago arguing against the Biden administration on a case. I argued against the DNC and Brnovich v. DNC last year. And so I want to take these battles from the courtroom into the halls of Congress because we need people that understand that the states created the federal government. The federal government didn't create the states. And we need this return of federalism because any government that's big enough to give you everything is big enough to take it away. And it's about time we restored federalism into this country. Tell us about the Arizona borders. What's actually going on there? Uh, The governor, the current governor, is he helping in any way with state troopers or with with, the National Guard? Well, we actually recently issued an opinion, John, that said what is happening on our southern border constitutes um, of the legal definition of an invasion. But it's ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm an attorney general, I'm a lawyer, I'm not a, I'm a field general, and so it's up to the governor to decide what to do with that. Now, the governor has deployed some resources, um, but, you know, I, I do feel that there's always more we can do. But at the end of the day, let us not forget that when it comes to national security, and border security. That is the job of the federal government. And it shouldn't be up to Arizona taxpayers to, to build a wall or to try to secure the border because that's the federal government's job. And the federal government has the tools. We pay our taxes for that. And ultimately, do not forget that 80%, you know, it's estimated 80% of the fentanyl or the drugs coming through our border now are not going to stay in Arizona. They're coming to New York. They're coming to Maryland. They're coming to Chicago. And so this is a national crisis. It's a national problem. And it shouldn't be left to Arizona and Texas to solve this for the rest of the country. General Branovich, uh, this is just not sustainable for the country, aside from the fact of the fentanyl, the drug dealing, the sex trafficking, and all those horrible things regarding law and order, who's going to educate all of these migrants? Who's going to house them? Who's going to give them medical care? The taxpayers will have to pay for this, and we're already seeing higher soaring inflation rates that don't seem to be abating anytime soon. Well, we know that the Biden administration has made a mess, obviously, of the economy and inflation's at a 40-year high. And, you know, anybody that goes to the gas station or the grocery stores knows um, how much harm Joe Biden's causing. And sometimes people don't see it when it comes to the border. And the media, the mainstream media, doesn't cover a lot of the stuff. I mean, literally, six weeks ago, I was at the U.S. Supreme Court arguing a case over the public charge rule. Now, this is a common-sense statute that's been on the books for more than 100 years in the United States that basically says if you're not a citizen, you have to be able to support yourself. The Trump administration interpreted that rule to basically mean you can't be on welfare for more than one year of your first three years here. Because we are indeed a land of immigrants, we are not supposed to be the land of the welfare state. We want people to come here. They're going to be self-sufficient, that want to become part of the American dream. And so the Biden administration tried to illegally withdraw that rule. That's why I was arguing at the Supreme Court. And that essentially would open the door and cause the States to have to subsidize, you know, everything from costs related to, to housing, to food stamps, to other welfare benefits. So Joe Biden and the Biden administration has essentially said, screw you to middle class American taxpayers. 
and he cares more about he cares more about Central America than he does about Middle America. And it breaks my heart as a first generation American to say that about our president. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, and uh, keep fighting because it's like flying through a thunderstorm. There's always the other side. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. Thank you, thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a break, and when we come back, Dr. Michalos has some breaking news. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 